0: What's cracking, lovely people? Welcome to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. I'm your host, it's Matt Gardner here, and I'm a nutritionist by trade, and let's get straight into the show. I've got Paul O'Connor here, and he is the founder of This Is Seaweed. A product that i used last year or i came across last year and i'm really keen to get him on the show to talk more about seaweed and how he came about producing the product sourcing it so paul welcome to the show
1: matt thanks very much it's exciting to be on the show it's really
0: good to talk to you no good man i think we'll just dive straight in so i think it's something that'll be quite you all good
1: a good pun at the start of the show
0: (laughs) yeah no definitely and um yeah just just really interested to know a little bit more about the product it's something that i use and i think it's something that's going to be new to the listeners so i'll I'll let you take things away mate
1: yeah thanks matt um as matt says i i started this is seaweed the company and uh coming from a, a marine biology background i really wanted to introduce seaweeds to as many people as possible um, by talking about it by putting recipes on the website and then by uh putting products out into the market that would make it easy for people to engage with seaweeds lots of people for the first time so you kind of have to hold their hand going through it and i set it up about four years ago with packages of whole leaf seaweed so not chopped uh, they come in a Compostable packs, so they're good for the environment and everything like that. And in fact, it was maybe a step too far to ask people to engage with uh, seaweeds that weren't chopped. And so you're only really talking to people who have an experience with seaweeds or who are chefs or who have that kind of an interest. So then, about a year later, so three years ago now, I released a range of flaked seaweeds and they made it much easier for people to engage with. And and so then you can instruct people well with this one. So for example, Dulce seaweed, so we have flakes of Dulce, beautiful red color, and you can tell people then to, you know, sprinkle them on their eggs, sprinkle them onto uh, pasta dishes or onto their beans or, and and what it does then, it enhances the flavor. You could use it as a salt replacement because it's got a little bit of a salty taste, but it's got something a little bit more complex than that. There's uh, flavors that we don't really get, obviously, from land plants. Mm. And the good thing about dults, it's very rich in iron, it's rich in B12 vitamins, and lots of antioxidants. And it, it, it's a, a lovely flavor enhancer. Mm. Uh, there's two others in the range, and we can discuss them if you like. But, but what that did then, it made it uh, easier for me to engage with customers or consumers and and say look you know have you tried this and you know would you like to try seaweeds and and then then they can connect with them and then you know i don't want to be in charge all the time but when those same people then go maybe on their summer holidays and they visit either the west coast of ireland or the southwest coast of the uk that they can you know they can look around in rock pools they can look around and 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 start picking seaweeds for themselves and that that's that's almost more important that people engage with, with their own food uh, and where it comes from and things like that and, and so this is, this is foraging and um, it seems like there's a trend for foraging and so people who don't live near the coast well they can go and forage for nettles and berries obviously and uh, and, that, and that's a really good way of connecting not just for, for children that's obviously very important but for adults to do it too it's a, it's a lovely,
0: lovely pastime definitely and i think like you said there people wanting to go out and source foods or just get in nature a little bit more is 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 growing massively you know you've got there's a company that i'm i'm trying to get on the show called wild foods uk they do loads yeah. of different kind of foraging that you know they do floral stuff they do fungi and then you've got you know chefs that are building momentum people like gil miller People at River Cottage and all these kind of things that you know, you might have people growing up watching on TV and now going out and saying, actually, look, get onto the beach or get onto the coastline, try some of these things. And yeah, it's good that you're obviously clearly passionate about this, and it's good that you're kind of giving giving people obviously a bit of a vessel and a bit of a kind of primary look and feel at. At easy access to seaweed, and then telling them to obviously go out and you know make 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 recipes with your product, and then ultimately go go and go and source and and uh, kind of venture outside as well.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and you know those same people who who go and forage during the summer, well, you know they won't have any left in their pantry or parley, and uh, and they can they can buy our products, our our other producers' products during the winter. And you know there's there's enough. There's enough of a cycle in there uh, for people to engage with so uh, but the important part the the website you know presents seaweeds both in ways to use it in uh, in cooking uh, but then there's there's a good bit of nutritional information on the website as well and so uh, hopefully it's easy to read and easy to engage with um, uh, we, we throw up some blogs every now and then and, and people engage with those so uh so that's where the passion comes from.
0: Mm. So if we dive into this, and you mentioned dulse, and you've got another couple of couple of types in your range, do they do yeah. they differ in terms of the nutritional properties, or is it mostly the taste profile? Could you let people know about that? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, they do differ greatly. Yeah. Um. So even as marine scientists, we look at seaweeds, um, in in three kind of form factors and and in fact their color but uh so we break them up into brown seaweeds red seaweeds and green seaweeds um there's over 500 species on the west coast of ireland the same down in in
1: cornwall plymouth and, and around those areas and so that's that's quite a lot to to take on board the fortunate thing about seaweeds is none of them are poisonous and so your listeners can can engage with and, and taste seaweeds from the shore, as long as it's from a clean source. And that's that's really important. So, you know, telling your listeners to, to just head out there on the beach and start picking seaweeds. Well, you need to have a look around you and see if there are any, um, either human sewage or, or, or runoff from the land that would come from cattle grazing or anything like that. Well, then that's not a good place to pick it from. But uh, in Ireland, we have, blue flag beaches i think you must have the same in the uk and so then they're they're deemed as safe um and so they're good places to go picking but let's get back to the question um the 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 taste profile and the nutritional profile of the seaweeds vary um in, in quite a range really so i already discussed let's say some of the, the factors with adults that's a red seaweed nori is a red seaweed that's Massively popular. Mostly it comes from Asia, but we have it on our coast as well. That's it It looks purple, but it belongs in the in the red category and you can pick that from the shore It will look like when the tide goes out. It will look like a a black slack clinging to the rocks, but actually if you get close to it you peel it off just uh, Almost leaf by leaf. They're only one cell thick, so they're uh, they're very very thin and delicate they're almost translucent, um, and you can eat those while you're sitting on the beach. They're uh, pretty, pretty tasty, packed with um, with lots of nutrients. Typically, the reds would be uh, high in B vitamins, iron, and those kind of ones. And then when you look at the at the the brown seaweed, so they're much, much larger, and they grow in a different area of the, of the shore. Um, and the the nicest ones to engage with would be sea spaghetti and it's identifiable because it's long and thin it'll grow about two meters long in and around june and july it'll be that long and earlier in the year so in march and april it's a uh, very delicate um and very very tasty when you pick it from the shore um and then they are rich in potassium uh, lots of iodine, lots of magnesium, and so they're they're good for for, for other purposes. They uh, they also have weight loss properties, which are being investigated by lots of universities. Um, and there's some good science coming out about that, or, or typically around the brown seaweeds. And it is because in the surface or in the Skin of the brown seaweeds, they have a, a protective mechanism. It's a polysaccharide, uh, so it's it's a sugar, and this prevents it from desiccation, so prevents it from drying out. So when the tide goes out, it leaves these brown seaweeds uh, at the mercy of, of the dry air, but also as as at the mercy of the UV light. And this works as a defensive mechanism. So but in fact, we can extract that polysaccharide, and it would be common to put it into hand creams and face creams as a, a, an anti-aging property, but now we are investigating that it also has weight loss properties, but it also has um, other advantages, and, and hopefully anti-cancer, anti-tumor, anti-viral properties as well, so that's that's something we're looking into. In a way, that's the brown seaweed's lots more to talk about them. And then the third is the green seaweeds. So and the most popular of that is sea lettuce. It comes in two forms. One is about the size of the palm of, a, of an adult's hand. Um, and you can go and pick that out and taste it. It's quite strong in flavor, uh, very rich in protein, um, sometimes up at 35% protein, which is much, much higher than chicken um and that's really lovely to to throw into salads and uh uh maybe put it into a a salt shaker or something like that um but maybe people use it for its protein content i mentioned there was two types so it comes in uh in palm like form or size of your hand but then it also comes in a long and thin form and that's um so the palm like is all a lactuca and the long
0: form is over intestinalis so uh, named after your intestine but it also has properties for it's good for your gut basically wow interesting so i think i'll, I'll actually link to those blue flag beaches in the show notes for people that's something simple we can right. do and then yeah the minerals that you were talking about it's it's interesting because Often people are always trying to seek a little bit more from their diet and, you know, they aren't always, always easy, easy to get, especially things like iodine. People know a little bit about potassium, you know, through fruits and vegetables and a little bit more now about magnesium. But the iodine one's really interesting. And yeah, you provided so many nuggets there, especially when, you know, certain forms grow longer during the year and yeah it's something where if you have any information around those studies or any of the science you're talking about i'd love to put that in the show notes too but it clearly shows your you know you've got a serious amount of of information kind of backing up everything in in terms of your products and things so how did you decide or or you know sorry that's pretty the right question what is the process then of of getting your products together is it is it a certain way of drying the seaweed out how does that work
1: yeah, that's, that's a very important part, um, it, it starts at the shore and so when the tide goes out then the seaweed harvesters can go out and pick it and then that's with a knife or a sickle where you'd hold on to the seaweed and you would take two thirds of it, put it into your basket, you would do that, obviously when you're doing it at a commercial scale you, you do, do it uh, with quite a lot of seaweed and then you bring that back to the drying facility and the dryers we use are uh, they are less than 40 degrees, so, so it, it remains as a raw product, and that's important because it, it keeps the nutrients intact. But uh, if you can imagine um, a large drying room, it's got racks with shelves, and we fill those shelves, and over a period of either eight hours or 12 hours, um, depending on the seaweed, then we extract the air out of it, to dehumidifier style, and and then at that point, then we can either pack them like that by putting them into into packages, or we could uh, put them through a mill, and that uh, chops them up into easy to use sizes, which I've already mentioned. And so, um, then um, they go into what could be Termed as convenient tins, the 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 flaked form, and so um, uh, they're nicely packaged. Uh, What the the tin does is it uh, prevents light penetration. So these tins could be sitting on the shelf of a shop or or your own or your own parlour, your own uh, cupboard for a year or two years. They've got a long shelf life, and so it's important to to protect it from from light degradation and so so that's why they're they're packed in these uh handy little tins the tins are obviously reusable or recyclable so
0: uh that's it's a it's a pretty good thing for the environment you could say Mm, yeah solid and that that was the thing that i wanted to tease out because you know going onto your website there's obviously a detail around how you dry the product but it's important if people are just listening to that that you don't lose a lot of the the you know nutritional profile of the product as as you process it so yeah that was really interesting i wanted you to go into a little bit of that and um yeah the tin obviously they're you know then they're, they're, they're not too large you can stack them can't you and say if i have them in a little cupboard at home like you said it's just keeping them away from light and it's just keeping them in a cool environment they don't obviously need to be refrigerated or anything like that long term yeah yeah exactly yeah cool um
1: you mentioned iodine there it's it an important one in terms of seaweed so obviously some people um, should be aware of how much iodine they're, they're taking on board maybe those people know it themselves The doctor would have told them but uh, for other people uh, there are there are studies done that over 80 percent of women in Europe are iodine deficient so it, so in fact the public aren't getting enough iodine into their diet and they're scaremongering about iodine but actually it's proven Thyroid, mm. which is good at regulating your metabolism <clears throat> this it, it helps all the way throughout the year but it particularly helps in the winter time to prevent getting colds and flus it's just a little thing just having enough iodine in your diet and, um, it, it you get them quite easily by adding seaweed maybe two or th- three times a week just little
0: bits of seaweed to your diet so uh, that's uh, it's it's quite an important thing I would say. Mm. I, I completely agree. There's always going to be inter individual variability, and like you said, people that are listening, if they if they are known to you know not take on large amounts of iodine, they they they're probably already aware of that. But yeah, if you're new to seaweed or you've never heard about iodine before, and and like you said, you want to just support normal energy levels. And you want a, just a practical way of, of putting that into your diet. Like you said, a couple of servings of seaweed a week, two to three times a week is, is, a, is a simple way of doing that. So would that be, you know, are we talking Paul, like a, a couple of pinches per week or like two, to three pinches per week of your product, or is it more like a tablespoon or what's the kind of, I know, I know this isn't, we, we're going down the lines of like recommending, okay, put this in, in terms of like supporting health, but also because it has a you know a unique taste too you just have to balance that right is it is it kind of pinch and taste and see how we go is it always keeping it raw on top at the end of the meal or can you mix it as the meal finishes like what do you recommend there
1: yeah it's actually a loaded question because um amongst the three tins of flaked seaweed then we use them differently um i'll go back to the dots most briefly where when the Dish is at the table, be it uh, eggs or avocado or salad, or indeed a pasta dish, and take just a uh, one pinch and sprinkle it on top. If if it is a flavour that you like, then you know two pinches is 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 absolutely fine. Um, and and dulce doesn't actually contain too much iodine, so it's so it's quite an easy one to promote. In terms of the other two, then they're both brown seaweeds. Um, they have a, a different texture to them because they, they both had a different t- thickness to it but uh so alaria alaria esculenta is the is the latin name or people might recognize it as atlantic wakame or wakame similar to the asian wakame but of course it comes from the atlantic rather than the pacific and that one uh in its flake form take a pinch or two and sprinkle into your stir fry as it's cooking or put it into your porridge right at the end of cooking. So for the last minute or so, uh, put it into a smoothie or something. What it wants to do is it wants to absorb a little bit of water um, and, and then it's easier to, to chew on or to, to digest. Uh, with the, the third one, which I call it kelp, even though there are a number of forms of kelp, this one is laminaria digitata. And that one, um, because it's high in iodine, then there's a recommended kind of daily allowance of it. And so if you're cooking a pot for, of soup or stew or lasagna or anything like that for for four to six people, then you would put in a, a teaspoon of this flaked material. So it's about four or five grams. And that gives enough iodine to each of the four or five, six people that are going to eat it. And, um, uh, what that one does because it has a different property too it, but it's it it has this umami effect mm. and so it's rich in a in a in a glutamate a monosodium glutamate the original as opposed to the the lab created and so what it does is it enhances the flavor of Uh, let's say you're having a vegetable soup well it enhances the flavor of the vegetables it would do the same with a fish soup or a a beef stew or something like that and so it has kind of remarkable properties
0: uh, all from a natural source which is which is really great Mm. amazing so to summarize you've got the dulse which is around a pinch with things like eggs salad pasta on the table and then the second brown seaweed Finishing because it needs a little bit of water. So finishing off in a porridge or adding to a smoothie or in a stir fry. And then the kelp is four to five grams a teaspoon in like a larger dish. Kind of one pot wonder or a tray bake or something that you're serving to, to, to a large amount of people. You know, four to six people. That's absolutely awesome.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Thanks, Matt.
0: Cool. No, that's, that's basically why you know, I wanted to get you on the show because it's, you know, it's a little bit of a, of a selfish one from my end too, because I came across the products and things last year and, um, you know, we've kept in touch over Instagram and things. And I, I just exactly wanted to tease out loads of loads of your knowledge base on this. I wanted to find out more about where the products come from and then the subtle differences and just get people listening to, to understand that, you know, seaweed shouldn't be this scary thing. People like yourself are, uh, you know taking hold of it and, and, and producing products that are very easy to use. and then it's just understanding you know which, which one for 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 when and and how much to have and and I think people are hungrier for 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 this kind of information and then also how do they put it on their tea at the end of a busy day basically
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah so um, I don't necessarily need to promote but but other companies are doing really wonderful things with seaweeds as well and that is to make it easier for people to engage with so coming out in September from from my company this is seaweed there's a smoked seaweed risotto mixes and so this is it's got some lovely smoked seaweeds so then mixed with a, so smoked sugar kelp with sun dried tomatoes smoked sea spaghetti as I mentioned already with portini mushrooms in a risotto mix and then that makes it easier hopefully for users to engage with it and, and Maybe that will be their first time trying it. Um, so it's that barrier that we're trying to, you know, get over. That uh, people who think, oh, seaweeds, oh, I don't know where they, know, how to use them. Well, uh, so this will be our product, and, and what people, your listeners, should should investigate seaweed producers locally to them and, and what they're doing in terms of pestos and stuff like that that other people are doing, and uh, maybe that could be their first
0: taste of seaweeds. Cool. So that's basically a product that that you can buy and then it and, and then it's already made. And then obviously you have your existing seaweeds and, and 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 flake products. So that's something that's coming out later on in the year. That's right. Coming out in September. Yeah. Oh great. So I'll, look, I'll link to everything we talked about in the show notes. So the blue flag beaches, obviously the website and recipes that, that you've created and then some of the differences in terms of the the three seaweeds are summarized there. Is there anything else you want people to know about? How can people get in touch with you or how can they follow you online?
1: Across all of the social media channels channels um there's a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and then the website itself. Uh there's a subscribe button, but there's also a contact us you're very welcome to send emails to either info at thisisseaweed.com or indeed myself paul at thisisseaweed.com um if you're visiting um you know if, if these are uk listeners maybe visiting scotland or uh, plymouth or cornwall those areas are or even irish listeners visiting the west coast of ireland all across there are uh companies offering seaweed foraging tours and i would encourage people summertime so to engage with those and have you know a couple of hours with a seaweed forager um and they can you know go and learn about the seashore it's uh, it's a really wonderful thing
0: cool i think that's a perfect place to end mate and um yeah lovely people look if you're listening and you're keen to reach out to paul that's basically what i did and yeah very open um, interesting individual like you said very knowledgeable and he's you know he's keen to give time to to talk about you know the, these these different seaweeds and all this fantastic stuff so first thing get on over to his twitter instagram website look at the product second thing book your seaweed tour <laughs> That's something that yeah, I need to do as well, one hundred percent. So good man, I think it's one of those things where I'd love to have you back on the show later on in the year once once your new products and things are out, we can talk through those as well if you're keen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can certainly talk about the nutritional benefits of, of the products that are out and uh and and maybe what's to come in terms of research. But but for now we could leave it there. Uh it's been really a real pleasure being on your show, Matt. Uh, love the podcast cool and uh, look forward to listening to, to future shows
0: yeah good man thanks a lot and lovely people thank you for listening really really enjoy doing this show and if you have a few minutes just leave me a rating or share it with someone have a fantastic day